Hey everybody, it's Corey here and I'm really, really pleased today to introduce um, somebody who um, has inspired me greatly over the last couple of years and it's a guy called Enzo Mucci. I should have asked you actually how you pronounce your name. It's like Gucci, <laughs> but with an M. <laughs> yeah. Enzo <laughs> uh, he's a mindset coach, uh, he's, a, he's a business coach, um, he works predominantly in motorsport, he's worked with uh, a number of Formula One drivers, he's helped um, a lot of people to um, succeed in the industry. Um, I think it's probably better actually if I let him introduce himself. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself then, Enzo? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I um, well, I suppose we speak about the uh, the industry side of it in, in motorsport. I started out as a driver myself, um, and I did that for a good five, six years, really, properly. Um, from nothing, just pizza delivery driver to race driver type story. Um, and during that time, I, I went heavily into uh, mental performance. So studying everything I can from NLP to, to all these gurus that we see on TV. Um, and it helped me massively with my own performance. So that was noted early on, uh, virtually like second year of racing, I took this on and realized that's the biggest difference. Obviously, how to drive was quite important as well. But that was, um, it was them two areas, I'd say more important than even the fitness of course um and then i started coaching quite early on and that was for gentleman drivers and junior drivers that were kind of my level and then i started to work for bmw uh, become the chief coach for all their scholarship drivers all the juniors in something that was called formula bmw back then lots of drivers have gone on from f1 actually from that championship so they were it was quite a mainstream uh championship was there for about four years and that was really down to driver coaching and the mental performance, teaching them what they need to succeed as a driver. And then I worked for talent scouts, um, or companies that pay for drivers to get to F1. So they invest in them just like you would with a racehorse. And I was just in charge of their, well, scouting, picking the good ones and coaching them on their way to F1. And that included people like Esteban Ocon and Grosjean and D'Ambrosio. They all made it to the top. These are uh, all current or, or, or yeah. F1 drivers. Yeah. Yes, current F1 drivers. So it was basically them as they climbed the ladder um, and we invested in them. And then, yeah, since then, I've just been coaching drivers individually and for companies and for sports agencies mostly race drivers. And then obviously I've got people in business and a few other sports because the crossover of mental coach or training from what a, a race driver needs to be good at is pretty applicable to everybody because it's the human trying to get the best out of themselves. So that's what I spend my time doing now. And that's how I've ended up talking to you today, to you today because in the beginning I was looking for the, the, the advice on the, on the driving Mm -hmm. uh, and I found you on YouTube and as I started to watch your videos uh, it became more and more obvious that you was talking about mindset more yep. predominantly than driving techniques yep uh, and I've been following you for a couple of years now and um, I see you talking more and more and more about the, the success success principles mm -hmm. um, and these principles apply like you say across business uh, sport um, yeah. We can really apply them to anything. Principles are always the same. It's just a matter of the application, isn't it? Yes, 100%. So, so this is what I, I, I want to talk to you today. I, I, I want to get some insight into how we use these principles and how we can apply them into different mm -hmm. um, 
uh, different fields like um, I, I've used them with professional tennis players, you've used them with professional racing drivers, and we both use them with professional businesses. Yes. So what are some of these principles um, that you teach drivers? Like, let's talk about the Formula One drivers. Mm -hmm. what, what, what help have you given these drivers? What principles have you helped them to integrate into their mindset um, that okay. allowed them to become successful, that's helped them to do that, that can also be applied um, to your business? Okay, it's um, something we touched upon recently, just me and you, is, is it is becoming the person you need to become in order to get the goal you want. So if you've got this goal of becoming an F1 driver or winning Wimbledon or whatever it is, um, obviously that takes a certain set of skills and not just the technique of driving the car or hitting the ball, but it's the, the character of the person, the attributes. And what you notice is if you get these so-called geniuses, the world champions, it could be like a Michael uh, Jordan or anyone that's achieved outstanding things you know that if you put them in a different environment where their skills might not be as good, they've, they've kind of got the mindset that would probably get them to a good level in whatever they applied themselves to. And that makes you ask yourself, okay, so it is a character thing. It is the way they operate as a human being. That seems to be very important. So, and you see them succeed in business afterwards, some of these top sports people. And so there's a link there. So I always thought, right, so if we got the goal, what are the main important things to make get this goal a reality? And let's train you in them things. And it could be something like people skills, sales skills. It can be uh, how to perform on demand. How can I access these skills when the pressure's on? Um, even branding, you know, it, it could. it's very wide. But basically, what do I need to excel at and... I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but when I sit down with someone the first time, we go through their goals and, and I get them to say to me, we know where you are. We know your midterm goal. What's the, the closest goal, one year goal that you've got, short term goal. And what's the big North Star? And they tell me these first. Great. Perfect. So now we can see the, the path, pretty much what's got to be walked. Now, who is it you actually uh, look up to? who's a mentor or someone you know that could absolutely destroy this or they have in the past. In our industry, it would be Lewis Hamilton. So I get them to tell me the three or four things that Lewis Hamilton has got, possesses, and that's why he is as good as he is. So I'm asking them, you tell me, well, how did he do it? He went from just a normal you know, working class family to that. What do you think helped him do that? And we usually know, you know, it could it could be related to their work ethic. It could be how they are when they are performing and how calm they are no matter what's coming. But they tell me this. And then we talk about, okay, score yourself out of 10 in these areas or five, whichever we use. And they'll tell you pretty much where they are now. And you can see a big gap. And once you see this gap, you're like, it's probably not going to happen unless I change or improve. And then I run them through a destiny mirror, which is pretty much them looking at their life. If they carry on with these four out of tens that we've got at the minute, what do you think is going to happen in a year's time? How close are you going to get to that first goal? What's going to happen to you in five years time? 10. And I get them to be really disgusted with what they see. And it's a bit of a shock. And then we say, right, if you scored eight or nine out of 10 in these areas, what would it be like then? And they've got two destiny paths then. So it wakes them up and it starts to, they pretty much write their own development plan. And then obviously we tackle each area and it's usually the same sort of things. Anyway, it's going to be mental. 
if it is technique, if it is actually the skill they need, and that's a separate thing, we just book a session with a coach that's going to teach them that area, or they just make sure they have that as their weekly routine or daily routine to get better at the technique. But on the mental side, that usually comes down to me. And it is normally, yeah, performance under pressure um, and being able to get into the rhythm and the flow and the zone uh, so they can access their skills when it matters. So I've taken two things, like two, two, like for me, two things really jumped out what you said when you're mapping out that process is number one, creating a clear mental picture. Yeah. In, in minute detail of um, what that person looks like having mm -hmm. already succeeded. Yes. They had succeeded. And then yep. get, actually three things. Number one was to act as if. Mm -hmm. Have to start acting and behaving and emotionalizing. Yeah. Um, rewiring the neurons in their brain to, to, to believe that this has already happened. They have yeah. to start thinking like a world champion. They have to start acting like a world champion, talking like a world champion. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually, and operating that with a clear mental picture to know where they're going, actually, mm -hmm. they start to internalize that as being a reality. And as, as you know, and as I know, when, when the subconscious mind, which mm -hmm. is what we're really working with here, accepts uh, an idea yeah then it starts to, to to work on your behalf to realize that idea yeah you got it mate and then the, the other thing that i really liked with the technique that um you use with the the, the the what what will happen if you continue on this path and what will happen if you actually change it yeah is um bringing to the forefront of their awareness um the truth the truth in the emotions, yeah. getting, them emotion, getting them emotionally involved yeah. with the process because um, I think that's really, really powerful. When, when, when you get the person that you're working with, whether it's in business with their financial goals or their, their client yeah. acquisition goals or growth goals or whether it's a professional sports person, when they get the emotions involved in a positive way, then that really energizes the whole process. They walk into it as well. They're telling you, this is what I need. This is the kind of where I am now in this area. And it's like trying to give up smoking or any habit. If you haven't got what they call pain and pleasure attached to it, you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't pay the bill until it's screaming at you saying final demand we're taking you to court. And it's using that part of the brain, really, of all psyche, should I say, of um, this is how I'm going to, it's motivation. So it's a bit of a tipping point, really. So scales, I suppose, you, the, the good things that will happen on this side and the bad things that will happen if I don't change. And it sort of tips until you actually ding, take action. And it's just waking that part. So the more painful you can make it, because pain's a big driver. You say you do realize that you're going to waste all your dad's money if they're paying for the drive. And, and you make it as disgusting as you can probably end up in prison you know what i mean if they really visualize what could happen then i get desperate then i start to do things and you can make it as disgusting as you want that destiny line yeah. and it's the more painful the better so it wakes them up and it makes them self-aware as well of actually i'm not doing the results i'm getting are echoing how much i'm putting in how good i am in this area and it's just giving them a bit of a step back and let's take a look at it because you're too close to the problem which again is another thing obviously in business we're all the same. We constantly do the same thing, same thing, get the same results. But we sometimes need someone to come along, tell us or shine a light on what's actually going on here. So self-awareness as well. I think people do what's comfortable. Yeah. 
course and I habits think as well do what's what's habitual what's comfortable yeah. and what's easy for them and yeah. it's it's easy like i talk about goal setting a lot and i know you talk about goal setting a lot and it can be a little bit cliched but yeah the, the reason people talk about it so much there's a reason for that and it's because it really is key yeah and to, to set a goal like this like we tell people that you know you, you, you you've got to integrate the goal into in, into your subconscious mind like Right now, I would say to somebody, right now, you've got a goal in your conscious mind. Mm-hmm. That goal can be to increase the revenue in your business. It could be to, to become, to, the ne- to get to the next level in, in your sport or whatever it is. Yeah. But your subconscious mind hasn't realized that goal yet. It doesn't understand it. You've, you've got a goal at a deeper level mm-hmm. that's not set to what you want. It's set to what you currently are. And this is why you have to create those emotions and step into, the, into that future Yeah. Self internalize it and, and our actions and our behaviors and our thoughts and our perceptions are always going to be in alignment with that subconscious goal that's already in there yes and that's going to control our behavior and ultimately control our life so what happens is we end up uh, in a state of confusion and conflict because yeah. we behave in ways that are not in harmony with what we want mm-hmm. yep. so the, the real goal of a goal is to get the goal into the subconscious mind yeah so that it starts to operate at a, at a deeper level that we don't have to be consciously aware of. It works in the background on our behalf. And when you get it right, you wake up on fire. You know, you, you, got, you don't need an alarm clock. It's, it's there. We've all experienced it. Keeping that going, obviously, is another challenge. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's very simple. We can overcomplicate it. It's yeah. knowing what I want, yeah. attaching enough emotion so it really means a lot to me. And just be honest about what I've got to get done to improve myself or what's got to be done. Even if I'm not ready yet, I'm, I'm you know, if, if it's like my sales skills are terrible, I've got all these things, I don't really know anything about business. It's okay, let's start with the goal and let's just take the actions, screw up on the way. And believe me, you'll learn how these things on the way. You don't have to be fully prepared. <laughs> you don't have to do all the research. The amount of businesses that have been set up, I know it's, it's not ideal. It's not the uh, Harvard School of Business, but the amount of people that have set up a company and they don't really know how to run a company and it has succeeded. It's took off because they just took the action yeah. and they were clever enough to learn along the way and speak to people, get advice. And I think just starting is big. Yes. But um, yeah, you're just telling the brain what it wants and be obvious and be very, sorry, be very honest to what that means to you. And if you're good enough and if not, you just get better. It really is simple. So we don't have to go too deep, to be fair. It's just bloody get on with it. <laughs> Sink or swim. And if you really want it, then uh, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find your true destiny on the way, your, your true uh, what you want in life, which is what I did. I started racing. F1 was everything. Seriously deluded. Some kid who's got no money who's delivering pizzas for pound fifty per pizza. <laughs> Before we wrap this up, because we are going to run out of time in a minute, I would love yeah. for you to share your racing story because it is one of those stories where um, you, you pretty much like put every principle that you've just described into practice, didn't you? Yeah, without so, knowing, without knowing, without actually knowing it. And so yeah. I think it'd be a great story to to share with people. Yeah, so I was just literally a bum, nineteen-year-old kid, no no real uh, education. Did college for one year, mechanics, and. Um, didn't know what to do, but I just knew I loved racing. And I did actually get my license a bit earlier than that, 17 years old. Um, 
got my race license, but then did nothing with it for a few years, just trying to save up money to go racing. And I got um, a bank loan to get a race car, which is a Formula Ford. Uh, raced that kind of at the back. I was P10 in the championship um, and then won, the, won in the second year, won the championship in the second year with a better car. Um, and that taught me a lot. It was like, wow, I have gone from pizza delivery. I'm still delivering pizzas while racing in the second year. Gone from pizza delivery driver to race driver champion, if you like, even though it wasn't a major international championship. Yeah. And, and that teaches you, wow, everything is possible. Then you start to dream of F1. And that was a delusion, but it was a kind of North Star that made me get up in the morning, made me train every day, made me sell sponsorship like crazy, calling all companies, joining with uh, marketing companies to help me. And I was on uh, the brink of being in touring cars, but it fell through the last second. But still, I got to that level. And that kind of thing is what taught me that anything's possible. And along the way, I found out that actually my true passion is coaching, is yeah. personal performance and development, de helping people develop. And I wouldn't have found that really if I just stayed at home delivering pizzas. I'd be running my dad's pizza you shop. And you did make it to Formula One. Exactly. I suppose I did, yeah. Right. just on the sidelines <laughs> so oh. damn it i wasn't clear enough on my goal <laughs> but yeah there you go so it's um it's you do have to walk it before you teach it obviously but yeah. still without knowing it was the same as what we've spoken about you have this goal you put enough emphasis on it to drive you so you're motivated to do it and you learn along the way that's so, true yeah. it's really as simple as that yeah i'm afraid it is and if we overcomplicate it it can get a bit messy and then it just seems overwhelming and then you give yourself a thousand jobs on your to-do list but you're not really getting any closer so i think a nice refresh virtually every day if not every week let's just bring ourselves back to the main goal what's the two things i've got to do this week that would jump me closer to it that's it yeah and there you go instead of spending too long designing the logo yeah well, <laughs> I, I, I realized recently that if you're feeling overwhelmed yeah it's because you're focusing on more than one task at a time. You're, you're, you're telling yourself that everything needs to be done. And you're attaching, like, what will people think if I fail? You know, you're attaching all this weight to it where actually it doesn't really matter. You've got to fail, if you like. It's another deluded belief that isn't actually even true. Because, you, you know, people think, I've got, um, they say, you've got to fail more to succeed more. Great. If you fail too much, obviously that's not going to happen, but it's a belief that you have that gets you out there. So a lot of the beliefs we have are not actually correct, but they make us or they force us to work in a way that allows us to be free. So the delusion uh, actually helps us in a way. Well, fa fantastic. Thank you very much, Enzo. Um, just, just before we do wrap up, how can people find you? I know you've got your YouTube channel, which is absolutely awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> even, if you're not, even if you're not into motorsport, it's well worth watching because uh, it, it just gives a really interesting perspective on yep. um, success principles. Mm -hmm. That is That's Go on. It's Enzo Mucci. Simple as that. Luckily, it's a, such a crazy name uh, that it's easy to find. Um, but EnzoMucci.com is the normal website. That's where people go if they're not in, into motorsport yeah. and they just want to see what I do. But the race driver coach is pretty straightforward. That's if you search for that, you'll find me as well. Fantastic. And you've got I know that uh, you, you, you're on Amazon 
Um, do you want to tell us uh, what's going on with that at the moment? Yeah, obviously, Get, get the Drive, which is a, a business book for motor for race drivers, really, how to get sponsorship, the entrepreneur skills and the ways to get sponsorship. That's one that came out last year uh, on audiobook. And then I'm just doing one now called The Warrior's Mind, which helps drivers, um, teaches drivers the skills that a warrior has, as we know a warrior. So motorsports, obviously a dangerous environment where you need to be mentally resilient and resourceful when you're in the battle. It's teaching them the skills to do that. So again, for, for business, it'll be perfect. I can't wait for that to come out. I downloaded the Get the Drive on Audible this morning. Good man, thank you. I'm gonna be listening to that in my car. That's one that I've sold then. <laughs> no thank you it's great i hope it helps it, it will i'm going to really enjoy that um yeah and thanks very much for coming on today and i really appreciate you taking the time i hope that like, I, I i value uh, what you've got to share yeah uh, and i hope the people that are going to be watching this are going to get some some value from it as well thanks Corey. brilliant so, thank you very much thank you